are now listening to Corrupted Hearts Podcast. Get ready to dive deep into crime, conspiracy, and all things corrupted. Hi friends, welcome back to Corrupted Hearts. I'm your host Brooklyn and we are kicking off episode 4. I've been on a little bit of a hiatus. I did go on a trip, but I was researching and preparing for episodes while I was away. So I should be rolling out a couple of episodes within the next few days. I want to say hello to any new listeners and I'm glad you're here and I hope you decide to stick around. And any listeners that are continuing to come back and listen to me, thank you so much. It means the world to me, and I cannot wait to keep putting content out there for you to continue listening to. I wanted to remind anyone listening that Corrupted Hearts does have an Instagram, at Corrupted Hearts Podcast, and I will also put it down in the description. Go and give it a follow and give it some love. I post pictures relating to each episode, and I also want to hear from you as listeners. I want to know what you would be interested in listening to. You can send a direct message to the Instagram with suggestions of cases, conspiracies, and whatever else you would be interested in listening to. With all that being said, I will get into this episode. Today we are doing a conspiracy, which in this case we will be doing a few conspiracies because I'm going to be talking about the Titanic. So let's get into it. Firstly, I'm just going to go through the story of the Titanic and what happened early that morning so many years ago. I'm sure that a lot are aware of what happened to the Titanic, but for any that do not know, I'll be going through it anyway, so don't worry. On April 10th, 1912, the largest and most luxurious ocean liner of its time, the RMS Titanic, departed from Southampton, England on its maiden voyage set to cross the Atlantic Ocean. An Irish shipbuilder by the name of William Peary built the Titanic in Belfast, Ireland. It was thought to be the fastest ship of its time. From the stern to the bow, it was 883 feet long, with a hull of 16 divided compartments, thought to be watertight. It was believed that four of these compartments could be flooded and not cause a critical loss of buoyancy. This is where the unsinkable ship label came from, and many genuinely believed that. While the Titanic was leaving the port, it came within a few feet of a steamer called the New York. They passed safely, and passengers crowding the decks of the Titanic breathed a deep sigh of relief. On this first voyage of the Titanic, it carried around 2,200 passengers and crew. The Titanic stopped in Cherbo, France, and Queenstown, Ireland to pick a few final passengers up before setting sail full speed for New York City. Unfortunately, on April 14th, just before midnight, the Titanic failed to change course in time and hit an iceberg. At least five of the hull compartments were ruptured and began filling up with water. Remember, it was believed that four compartments could be flooded and the ship should remain afloat. 
These five compartments began quickly filling with water, and because the compartments were not covered at the top, water began spilling into the rest of them one by one. This made Titanic's bow extremely heavy, causing it to sink and the stern began to lift from the water. It lifted to an almost vertical position before snapping the entire ship in half. At around 2.20 a.m. on April 15th, each broken halves of the Titanic sank to the ocean floor. It sank about 400 miles south of Newfoundland, Canada, and around 1,200 miles from New York. It took around 2 hours and 40 minutes from hitting the iceberg for the Titanic to fully sink. So what happened after this? The Titanic had a shortage of lifeboats. They truly believed it was an unsinkable ship. So that left many without a way off the ship during the sinking. More than 1,500 of the 2,200 passengers and crew either went down with the Titanic or froze to death in the water. Most of the survivors were women and children since they were given priority for the lifeboats that were available. An hour and 20 minutes after the Titanic sank, the Carpathia arrived. Survivors and lifeboats were brought aboard and others taken from the water if they managed to stay alive while many remained floating dead in the water. Later, it was discovered that the Californian was only 20 miles away when the Titanic began sinking. However, they failed to hear the distress signals because the radio operator was off-duty. Off many on both sides of the Atlantic were outraged hearing the Titanic's sinking and the horrendous number of lives lost. After the sinking of the Titanic, the first-ever International Convention for Safety of Life at Sea was held in 1913. Rules were then put in place. Ships were required to have enough lifeboat space for everyone on board. They also required lifeboat drills to be held. The International Ice Patrol was also established to monitor icebergs in the North Atlantic. Ships were also now required to have 24-hour radio watch. The wreckage of the Titanic was found by a joint U.S.-French expedition on September 1, 1985. It was found lying on the ocean floor about 13,000 feet below the surface. It was then explored by manned and unmanned submersibles. This exploration gave us the first insights we have today about the sinking of the Titanic. So now that we've gotten through the story of what happened to the Titanic, I'm going to start going through some of the most popular conspiracies that surround it. Some think J.P. Morgan was trying to thin out his competition. Others think that it could have been a curse. But like most conspiracies, you just have to go with what you personally believe. I know some people do not entertain the idea of conspiracies, but I think many of them are interesting and anything could happen. So J.P. Morgan was the owner of the White Star Line, which is a British shipping company, the very one the Titanic was a part of. J.P. Morgan was a huge global financial leader. He was always extremely money-hungry and would have done anything to continue building his financial empire. A conspiracy emerged surrounding J.P. Morgan and his intentions with the Titanic. A few of Morgan's rivals were on the Titanic when it sank. 
Rival millionaires Jacob Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim were all aboard and ultimately died on the ship as well. This conspiracy stemmed from the fact that J.P. Morgan was set to also be aboard the Titanic, but decided last minute to not get on. He was there on the pier on April 10, 1912, watching as the Titanic set sail. It was also said that he had pieces of fine art removed from the ship a few days before it left. Though the money is a major driving force for Morgan, there is no explanation to how he could have even guaranteed that the ship would sink. It is hard to plan out hitting an iceberg and causing 1,500 people to die. I can see where this one would be suspicious, but I'm not sure how he could have ensured that it actually happened. It seems nearly impossible, but hey, I believe that anything could be possible. The next one involves insurance fraud. This seems to be the most popular conspiracy involving the Titanic and its sister ship, the Olympic. Before the Titanic ever set sail, the Olympic, an almost identical ship to the Titanic, had been sailing for a year at that point. It had actually already completed the same route that the Titanic was attempting. During the Olympics trip in September 1911 to New York from Southampton, it was damaged by colliding with another ship. The Olympic was able to get back to Belfast, Ireland for repairs and did the same route again. A few weeks before Titanic set sail in March 1912, the Olympic was back in Belfast for more repairs. People believe that the White Star Line started to see the Olympic as unprofitable, considering it was coming back for so many repairs in short amounts of time. They believe the White Star Line decided to switch the two ships. Instead of the Titanic setting sail on its maiden voyage, they would have the Olympic go in its place. Since the Olympic was already damaged, it wasn't going to take much to cause it to sink, allowing them to collect the insurance money and still have a brand new ship, the Titanic. Which would be a very unfortunate conspiracy to be found true, considering over 1,500 people would have lost their lives in the name of greediness. However, it was said that it was supposed to sink slow enough so that no one would die, which doesn't make sense considering there were not even enough lifeboats for everyone on the boat anyway. If this theory is correct, the actual Titanic sailed under the name Olympic until 1935 when it was retired. So here are a few things that kind of discredit this conspiracy. Both the Titanic and the Olympic had construction numbers, Titanic's being 401 and the Olympic's being 400. Number 401 was found in the wreckage, which doesn't say that they couldn't have switched their construction numbers to make it believable, but who knows. Another is that the Titanic, Titanic costed $7.5 to build and was only insured for $5 million. It was known that the Olympic was insured for a higher amount than the Titanic, so the Titanic sinking wouldn't have even covered the Olympic. At that point, it would make more sense just to sink the Olympic, considering it would have brought them in more money. I'm not really sure what the ultimate goal here would have been, but it's just a few things to kind of think about, and I find it a little bit crazy. This next one involves a mummy and a curse. So. It actually really depends on your beliefs, and specifically when it comes to curses and superstitions, whether you believe this or not. A British editor, William Steed, was on board the Titanic and did end up going down with the ship when it sank. He deeply believed in early 20th century spiritualism. 
During his last several years, he claimed a cursed mummy was causing a wave of mysterious disasters and destruction in London. While on board the Titanic, Steed continued spreading the story of the cursed mummy to other passengers. A survivor of the sinking told how Steed spread this, and eventually news outlets picked it up, which is how we know about it today. Some people have linked the mummy's curse to survivor Margaret Brown. Margaret was confirmed to have brought Egyptian artifacts onto the Titanic and was planning to take them to a museum in Denver, Colorado. Other versions of this mummy's curse conspiracy say that there was an actual mummy on board the Titanic. However, a mummy was never loaded onto the ship. And this apparent cursed mummy is still housed at a British museum today. This next one involves numbers. Then specifically the numbers that surrounded the Titanic. Catholic employees at Harland and Wolf, the shipyard in Belfast where the Titanic was built, started saying that the numbers on the Titanic said no Pope when viewed in a mirror. The numbers were claiming the numbers that they were claiming are 390904. And when writing backwards, they seemed to resemble saying no Pope. Which for these Catholic shipyard employees, they immediately thought that the Titanic was automatically doomed from the start. People began catching on to this story after the Titanic had long been at the bottom of the ocean. Historians then pointed out that it never even existed and that they didn't know where it came from. The whole number on the Titanic was 401, which was the number of the yard it was built in in Belfast. Another number attached to the Titanic was its Board of Trade number, 131428, which does not spell out no Pope in any way that you look at it. Another thing that came up about this conspiracy was the fact that the shipyard didn't even have any more Catholic employees at this time. They had been driven out in the late 1800s, so there weren't even any Catholics working there at the time. This is just something that was made up at some point and eventually passed down by ear. So that one was the last of the main conspiracies surrounding the actual Titanic sinking. There's a lot to think about here, and some seem more likely than others, and you may not even believe any of them, and that's okay too. I do have one more conspiracy though, but this one surrounds the movie Titanic. So this one is about the fictional movie based off of the Titanic sinking. This one is clearly completely made up, but I thought that it was cool and I wanted to include it to give others something to think about. And this is strictly like a fan theory, but still fun. This one comes from the 1997 Titanic movie and involves the Great Gatsby movie released in 2013. One fan theorized that if Jack did not die in the Titanic movie, that he could have possibly ended up becoming Jay Gatsby. In this alternate ending, Jack survived the sinking and went on to New York to try and make a name for himself and find Rose. Jack was poor in the Titanic movie and was lucky to even make it on the boat, so now, taking the name of Jay Gatsby, he became rich. In his long search for Rose, he eventually fell in love with Daisy. This is a pretty cool fan theory, if Jack survived the sinking. Not to mention that Leonardo DiCaprio played both Jack Dawson in the Titanic and Jay Gatsby in the 2013 film of The Great Gatsby. This would have been a crazy twist of things, and honestly, I'm kind of here for it. 
So that is officially the ending of the conspiracies that I have. There are quite a few surrounding the sinking of the Titanic. However, I did pick the most popular ones. So you should go and research yourself about all the other ones. Um, I find myself every couple of years kind of going back and researching like crazy about the Titanic. I think it's really tragic what happened, but it's also extremely interesting to learn and read about. I hope that this was something that you found interesting. I loved researching it and look forward to doing more conspiracies on other topics. Speaking of which, if you have any suggestions involving conspiracies or, of course, anything else I could be talking about in an episode, please don't hesitate to shoot the Instagram a DM for Corrupted Hearts and I can look into it and hopefully you would see it on a future episode. I would love to have some more suggestions on episodes to do, and I want to put content out there that you as a listener will enjoy. The Instagram will be down below in the show notes, and I will also be posting pictures involving this episode and all of the ones before on the Instagram for you to take a look at. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. Have a great rest of your day, night, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world, at whatever time. I hope it's great. And be on the lookout for the next episode of Corrupted Hearts.